Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we're joined today by Larry. Hello, Larry. Hi. Thank you all so much for inviting me on. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Um, Larry, we know from Twitter, specifically film Twitter, where several folks are on there and they talk about movies and whatnot. Um, Larry, why don't you tell folks where they can find you at on Twitter? What's your handle? <laughs> yeah, so I actually just went through a renovation, if you will. So you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT. Awesome. And you, you do uh, movie reviews and talk on uh, YouTube, is that right? Correct. And the YouTube channel there is Chili Boy Productions. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah, so you can, uh, you can uh, look up Larry's uh, productions there and check them out. And so he's here joining us today on another edition of our Criterion series, which we've been doing for a little over a year now. Um, periodically, we will talk about a movie that is available from the Criterion Collection. And the Criterion Collection is just basically a company. Uh, they put out physical media, DVDs and Blu-rays of films they consider to be quite good or worthy of, of note. They also have a streaming service, um, Criterion Channel. And so, yeah, we, we uh, are going to focus... This month's uh, episode on something that kind of helps us celebrate um, LGBTQ Pride Month. Uh, this is a 2011 movie from England. It's called Weekend. Ash is going to tell us a little bit about it. All right. So it's a pretty simple setup. Um, we follow two men over the course of a weekend. Um, one of them is Russell um, and the other is Glenn. They meet on Friday night, I believe, at a, at a club and go home together. And yeah, over the course of the weekend, they learn a lot about each other and they subtly and maybe not so subtly change each other and perhaps fall in love. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It sounds like a very simple setup, but it's actually a pretty deep, um, thought provoking film. Yeah. So Ashley and I have had this movie on Criterion Blu-ray for, I mean, Two or three years, yeah, at least, <laughs> and have only just watched it like a day or two ago, <laughs> right? Uh, but it, you know, it's got a really high rating uh, from critics. Like the Tomato Meter has scores a ninety-five percent, and then the audience scores an eighty-six percent. So we like, okay, this is you know, it's a, it's a mo- subject matter interests us, and so we'll get it. And um, um, yeah, and Larry though uh, has told us before we started recording that he's seen this before. So I'm going to throw it over to Larry. Uh, so Larry, share share with us what your thoughts are about this film. Yeah, so actually, uh, every year I do a Pride series, which throughout June, I kind of review LGBTQ films with special guests, particularly films I haven't reviewed already on the channel at some point. And this came up in one of those reviews with the fellow uh, LGBTQ YouTuber, Luke Harefield, and he chose this to review with me. And up until that point, I had actually not seen it, but that was, I think, maybe two years ago now uh, was the first time I watched it. I knew it had a lot of acclaim, but I don't know. I just hadn't really gotten around to sitting down and and watching the film. But it's a really quaint film uh, in many ways. It is pretty simplistic in its plot. And it's very similar to a couple of other LGBT type of romances in that you kind of just get to live with 
the characters for the time being, in this case, over the weekend, and grow with them and their relationship. The difference here is just kind of knowing that the relationship is quote unquote doomed. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's temporary. It's it's not going to last. And you go in kind of with that knowledge. Uh, and I guess it could have changed, but spoiler alert, it doesn't. So there you <laughs> go. Um, and yeah, I, I find it a really emotional movie by the end, though it subverts that expectation in that I don't think it necessarily has like a a sad ending. Like you don't leave feeling sad or devastated like you do oftentimes in these LGBTQ romances um, where they don't end up together, which is a lot of them. A lot of the dramatic romances, they don't end up together at the end. It's a forbidden love type of thing. But yeah, I thought the performances were great. I feel it's very natural in how the dialogue works. So I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah, you're right. I think that the ending is 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 emotional, um, but it's not a sad ending. It's a hopeful ending, I think, because we've seen these characters change, and I think change for the better um, just over the course of this weekend. Um, I, yeah, this is my first time seeing it, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's pretty heartbreaking as it as we kind of delve into the histories of each of these characters, get to know their insecurities. Um, they seem kind of different at first. Russell is more private. Um, Glenn is kind of more out there and more vocal and more aggressive, maybe. Um, but you know, they all have, you know, they all have things going on underneath their facades and it's just interesting to see them um explore those um and discover those things together um and i think the movie does that in a really good way in the way that it's shot so there's a lot of handheld camera work it's very close up it's very intimate um at least in the interior scenes when we spend a lot of time in russell's apartment um, it's a very, I think the, the set design there is very good. It feels very authentic. It feels very real. The whole experience of watching this movie feels very real. Um, I think the, the performances are spot on. Um, and that, that just really lends itself to an emotional impact that I think we get at the end. Yeah. The movie feels very authentic. Um, and it's, it's interesting, um, it definitely has an indie feel to it. Like it's an mm-hmm. indie movie vibe, right? But it doesn't feel cheap. Um, it, it, it's just, it, and you feel like you're just kind of, kind of just dipping in on these people's lives. Um, almost to a slightly uncomfortable level, mm-hmm. just because it, it feels so personal and you've, it is so intimate. Sometimes every now and then I was like, I kind of forgot that this was a movie, right? It's artifice. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, I don't, I don't know if I should be listening <laughs> to them talk, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm always curious, you know, there's a big kind of debate going on now, at least among um, certain folks about, you know, straight actors cast and gay roles. And um, I mean, I personally, I, I understand where that argument's coming from, but I, 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 I think, it's long, whoever you know, whoever can do the job well enough, I think is is fine. But the two leads in this, Tom Cullen and Chris New, in real life, Tom Cullen is is straight, 
And he act- I think most people will probably know him best from Downton Abbey, which mm-hmm. he did after this. And then um, Chris New is, is, is openly gay. Um, and I think it works kind of well in the sa- in the fact that, that Tom Cullen's character Russell is more reserved mm-hmm. and is more private about his sexuality, mm-hmm. and you know uh, Chris New's character Glenn is much more outspoken. Yeah. Um, so one thing about Criterion is they do they're really good about doing supplemental material on their physical media. And after we watched this movie, we we watched one of the like behind the, I don't know if it's behind the scenes or just kind of. Like, in interview documentary mm-hmm. with uh, the filmmakers and the, and the two stars. And so this movie was written and directed by, um, what's his name? Andrew Haig, <laughs> who I was interested to find out also wrote the screenplay for and directed my favorite movie from, I think it was 2018, uh, Lean on Pete. Oh yeah. Um, but in this interview, he did kind of didn't really want to peg this completely as a quote unquote gay movie. Mm-hmm. He thought that it could be applicable to um, just, you know, straight people as well, which I found interesting because I thought to myself, well, you know, sure. In the sense of like straight people also have one night stands or what they think are going to be one night stands and straight people go to nightclubs and take people home that they don't know <laughs> and have sex with strangers. I mean, you know, yes, straight people do those things too, but the more I've been thinking about this movie, it's like some of the the particular, uh, the way that these two characters' personalities have been sculpted, I think has a lot to do with their sexuality. Yeah. And so I don't know if you could just transpose that onto straight characters. Right. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that, Larry? <laughs> no, I definitely agree that... Uh, the, it gets difficult when, especially with these two characters, and I would say with a lot of character, LGBTQ characters, as is in, you know, life, it, it makes up too much of who you are and how you behave, I guess, in this type of scenario. And these, these two definitely, you know, they're very vocal. Uh, Glenn is very vocal. He's like, gets into debates over heteronormativity, stuff like that. So it, it's, I think it's too ingrained in the, the characters and kind of in that culture to, to really be set aside as not a quote unquote gay movie. <laughs> it's not, it's not one of those, yeah, it's gay, but really it's like, Boy Erased, which is one of the most straight gay films I think I've. <laughs> um, so this is I would not classify Weekend in that same category. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way, and I think he also said that he wanted this movie to appeal to all people, like straight people, and and if that was his intention, <laughs> I mean, not only are the characters. Uh, you know, their personalities and a lot of their, their conversations around gay issues, but the, um, the sex in this movie is actually fairly explicit for a, for a mainstream film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there, I mean, I'm a gay man. <laughs> there was some, some stuff in there that made me blush. So, um, <laughs> so I, so it's a little explicit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, a, it's a strange that he, that he would say that. I mean, of course, there are universal 
themes. Yeah. Um, we all have, you know, we all have our hangups and we all have, you know, things that we have to, to deal with and come to terms with in mm-hmm. order to, in order to be in a relationship and to love someone else. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a universal theme. Um, but this movie is very specific. It seems like. Yeah. And, you know, seriously, you know, gay, straight, bi, whatever. Everyone has, most everyone probably uh, uh, of a certain age has, um, been strongly attracted to somebody and felt intense emotions for someone and has probably seen that not go anywhere mm-hmm. or not go where they wanted it to go and has felt heartbreak and has shared intimate thoughts and feelings with somebody that they don't necessarily know all that well. I mean, so yes, that all is very universal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, if anyone heterosexual is watching this or listening to this podcast and, and it's thinking about watching this movie. I mean, just understand you, you also have to, you know, this is, a, this is a, this is a, um, this is a gay movie. <laughs> <laughs> all that that implies. Um, I, I, in the, in the behind the scenes documentary, um, he, they mentioned, um, Ursula Ponticos, who is the cinematographer, um, who I thought, just watching that behind the scenes stuff. I mean, she did a really good job. She's like kind of the one basically holding the camera, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about the lighting and the, and, and kind of just kind of setting a lot of the stuff up that I think really works for the, for the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The cinematography is gorgeous. I think in the film, as you said, it has that indie feel like you watching it, it. It feels like an indie, but it doesn't necessarily look cheap. And I thought that was a great way to put it. And I think a lot of that comes down to the cinematography is it easily could have come off as, oh, OK, this is low budget, which is fine, which has its place. Uh, but I think she does a great job of keeping it intimate, keeping it small and close while also elevating what's on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you you talked earlier, Larry, about the ending. And it's, I think the ending I found very touching. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I think, again, I think a lot of people, certain people, some people may relate to it. You know, it's... When you have, you know, this movie is really, it's, it's interesting. Some of the, I went, after we watched it, I went and read some of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. And some people were referring to what they had as love. And, you know, everyone experiences love differently, right? I don't know if I would call it that. It's certainly, I mean, they only knew each other for like two days, two nights or whatever. Two nights and three days. And I don't know, is that long enough to develop love? Maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I sort of looked at it as, you know, and this is something, again, I think some folks can definitely relate to. I mean, somebody comes into your life and it's like a whirlwind and it's, there's this intensity and this vibrancy and they kind of like, just kind of like, you know, bring you alive for, you know, more alive than you've been, you know, for a while. And, um, and then they're gone. Like in this case, you know, the, the, the built in, you know, as Larry mentioned earlier, the, the, the built-in doom clock that's running on this is um, <laughs> Glenn is leaving um, the UK for America. He's going to Portland, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just go to art school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, yeah, he, he's leaving. Um, and then, you know, by the end of the movie, he's gone. And Russell's left by himself in his apartment, which I think before this, he probably was, I don't know if I'd say happy, but at least comfortable 
in his existence, which a lot, much of it seemed to consist uh, of living in his apartment by himself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, after he meets Glenn and then Glenn goes away, I think his apartment probably feels a little more empty than it did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Larry, do you have any, any final thoughts on this one? No, I think it's a, a lovely little film that packs a lot into a pretty simple premise. It's certainly one of those emotional type of driven films, but one that doesn't shy away from some deeper ideas, uh, whether it be about, you know, overcoming this kind of internalized fear of being who you are, um, fear of commitment though <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of ideas that are packed in that these two characters bring with them into their encounter that are explored really well through the script if you enjoy slice of life type of films that don't really have a set plot but you're just kind of there to experience life with these characters during this time. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's one of the the better done films of that kind of subset. And yeah, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Awesome. So um, Ashley, what would you give this out of 10? I'm going to give this a nine out of 10. Awesome. And uh, Larry, what would you give it out of 10? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with an 8.5. Yeah, that's actually my score as well. Um, So then our total score then is an 8.6. And yeah, we we mentioned the tomato meter scores earlier. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 8.6 from us. um, Weekend. It is um, available, obviously, through the Criterion Collection. I'm sure it's probably also available, I would guess, through some streaming services. (laughs) Um, So yeah, you know, if you are so inclined... Um, and want to watch a, a movie either you know during Pride Month here or, or sometime later, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it's a bit explicit, <laughs> uh, then yeah, give weekend to watch. And Larry, thank you so much for um, joining us again, and um, we hope to have you back sometime. Yeah, thank you for inviting me on. I, I feel so honored to be on here for your Pride <laughs> Month Criterion show. All right. <laughs> All right. And uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.